others also, the inhabitants of planets known as Kim Purushaloka, made the demon Maya into a calf, and they milked out mystic powers by which one can disappear immediately from another's vision and appear again in a different form. It is said that the inhabitants of Kim Purushaloka can perform many wonderful mystic demonstrations. In other words, they can exhibit as many wonderful things as one can imagine. The inhabitants of this planet can do whatever they like or whatever they imagine. Such powers are also mystic powers. The possession of such mystic power is called Ishita. The demons generally learn such mystic powers by the practice of yoga. In the Dashamaskanda, the tenth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, there is a vivid description of how the demons appear before Krishna in various wonderful forms. For instance, Bakasura appeared before Krishna and his cowherd boyfriends as a gigantic crane. While present on this planet, Lord Krishna had to fight with many demons who could exhibit the wonderful mystic powers of Kim Purushaloka. Although the inhabitants of Kim Purushaloka are naturally endowed with such powers, one can attain these powers on this planet by performing different yogic practices. So ends Srila Prabhupada's to this verse. Anye chamayeno mayam antardana pitapana. Mayam prakalpya vatsante duduhur dharanamayim. Others also, the inhabitants of planets known as Kim Purushaloka, made the demon Maya into a calf and they melt out mystic powers by which one can disappear immediately from another's vision and appear again in a different form. Mm -hmm. This chapter is called Prithumara's Milts the Earth Planet. The Earth Planet is appearing as a cow. And Prithu Maharaj is having a, has had a discussion with her. <coughs> a very special a very special cow indeed who speaks Sanskrit. <coughs> Perfect Sanskrit. Whom Maharaj Prithu has threatened. Maharaj Prithu has been very angry. Why? Feeling the obligations, the duty of a dutiful king. He is very upset because the earth has not been yielding what the earth would be expected to yield all the various forms 
of wealth, which uh, are necessities, which are required uh, for the well-being of the inhabitants of the earth. She has not been yielding, she has been uh, keeping, she has been withholding everything. And so, Kritu, who is uh, the representative of especially the human uh, members of the human species, but also, as Prabhupada explains elsewhere, representing all the praja, uh, the, those who are um, of, who are citizens, he uses the word citizen. All the citizens of the of the land, uh, he feels responsible for, and in that feeling of responsibility, he needs to do something, and so he finds it necessary to threaten the earth. Indeed, he chases after her with bow and arrow and threatens to kill her. We may ask, what good will it do for the world, for uh, citizens of the world, if the earth is, is going to be killed? In any case, fortunate for all of us, we can say, uh, it did not come to that. <laughs> uh, rather, they had a discussion, there was a negotiation, we may say, and initially, uh, Bhumi explained <coughs> why she is uh, withholding uh, her, her wealth, her goods. And what is the reason? The reason is because of misuse. So of course, this is a nice topic to uh, discuss, especially for this morning's, I, I believe this morning's communications topic is uh, the environment, is that right? So this will be our discussion later this morning, so it's, it's giving us something, uh, sort of priming the pump, you know this expression, to prime the pump. In India you have these hand pumps. And if you haven't used the hand pump for a while, uh, the water will drain out from the bottom and it won't work. So you have to get some water from another source and pour it in to the top of the pump. And then you can, that's called priming the pump. Como se dice en español? Preparando. Preparando. Uh, la bomba. Preparando. Uh -huh. La bomba? <laughs> la pumpa. Okay. Yeah, so, okay, so we can discuss on this uh, subject. And uh, a point which the Prabhupada, this is a, a subject which Prabhupada is discussing very much throughout this chapter. And I like to remember uh, a personal experience I had with Srila Prabhupada. Uh, his, um, I was very fortunate to have his darshan, a kind of private darshan. There were, I think, five of us in the room with Srila Prabhupada when he made his final visit uh, to Bhaktivedanta Manor in 1977. A surprise visit, uh, considering his um, very frail condition and uh, we had just come from East Europe, uh, Ganesham Prabhu, who uh, 
Bhakti Tirtha Swami. Uh, I had been his assistant. We had been doing library party distribution in East Germany. And each week it was Bhakti um, Tirtha Swami's habit to write a detailed report. And so uh, he was invited in. I tagged along with him into Prabhupada's room and he read out his report from the previous week. Uh, we had just been in East Germany in Deutsche Demokratische Republik, uh, behind the Iron Curtain. And um, so in his report he was describing uh, conditions in the country and one of the conditions he was uh, referring to was uh, the condition of food access. You would go to a supermarket and sometimes there would be a line of people outside the supermarket waiting uh, to get some supplies. And when Prabhupada heard this, there were tears in his eyes. And he interrupted um, to say uh, that this will be the condition he was Something that he says many times, I think in this chapter he also says that by the end of Kali Yuga people will not get uh, the necessities, he mentions two or three necessities. But what struck me at that time was Prabhupada was crying, he actually was feeling for the material welfare of, these, of the people, people who he never met, he was uh, very concerned about that. Uh, not just, you know, the spiritual welfare, but also the material welfare. Of course, he makes this uh, connection again and again, and uh, this is all tied together through the necessity to perform <coughs> sacrifice, uh, which is obviously what the, uh, the, the demons are not doing. They are not performing sacrifice, and as a result, uh, um, there is withholding, there, there is withdrawal um, by, um, by the earth. And uh, in this discussion, she gives this explanation to Prithu, and, and then she gives a solution. And the solution she gives is quite interesting. Uh, the, the solution she gives uh, for um, obtaining the goods that are wanted uh, is uh, to perform uh, the process of milking. And we remember that the earth has appeared as a cow, and she is uh, essentially saying, what, do one, what does one do uh, with cows? Well. Um, if she has a calf, then it is possible she, she will be happy to give milk. So if you bring a, a calf, uh, and, and then there are several sorts of calves that are brought by the different categories of, of beings, and that's what this, uh, much of this chapter is, is a kind of litany, a kind of listing of how each one of these different sorts of beings, first of all, Prithu Maharaj, then Rish, the Rishis, then the Devas, uh, the Daityas, the Gandharvas, and Apsaras, the Pitris, the Siddhas, and Vidyadharas, 
And now we're with the kin purushas, and after the kin purushas will be the yakshas, and the rakshasas, and the snakes, and uh, other animals, and cows, and tigers, and birds, and trees, and mountains. All of them are going to supply a calf. What sort of calf? Well, different sorts of calves. Pritu will supply uh, manu. Uh, the rishis will supply, supply Brihaspati, uh, the devas will bring Indra, uh, the daityas and dhanavas, who will they bring? Prahlad Maharaj. Prahlad has to become a calf so that the daityas and dhanavas can melt the earth in order to get what? Huh? No. Alcohol, liquor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so on. Uh, all these uh, different camps will be there. Um, for the Kimpurushas, as we have read, it will be the demon Maya. Um, then there are. Uh, vessels for each one of these beings to receive, to hold, to retain, or we may say to store whatever the particular good it is that they wish to have, uh, or which we may say is appropriate for them. And so Prithu Maharaj has his cupped hands, the rishis have their senses, um, by which the rishis, you may wonder, what do the rishis get? They get chandomaya, they get uh, the veda, uh, which is a form of mantra. Um, the devas, as you might expect, they will get soma, um, and as we said, the demons will get liquor and the gandharvas. What would you expect the gandharvas to? <laughs> a microphone. A microphone. <laughs> That's in another version of the Bhagavatam. <laughs> yeah, maybe a microphone. Um, and yes, no, no, they don't. <laughs> they get mystical. They get not mystical. They get musical art, uh, and they get beauty. They get something nice. Um, and as I said, there are all these different varieties, including yakshas and snakes. What do snakes get? Snakes get poison. <laughs> poison from the earth. So, the, so now you may wonder, hold on. I understood that uh, the earth is withholding when the demons are trying to get something, then certainly the earth would be withholding, right? Wrong. The earth is giving to the daityas, and what was it the daityas got? Liquor, alcohol, yes. The alcohol in, I don't know about other cities, maybe not in Madrid, um, but in in the center of London on a Friday evening or a Saturday evening, 
the beer is just flowing <coughs> down the streets. Can I just see it? In Zagreb also, right? You know, you wouldn't know. <laughs> we don't go there. <laughs> so, so how is this? Everyone is getting what they want. Srila Prabhupada will also explain in a later purport. We know the famous statement from uh, the Upanishads, Nityo Nityanam Chaitanam Chaitananam Ekobahunam Yo Vidadati Kama. Uh, that there's one living being, Nitya, who is eternal, who's giving mm, what is desired, Kama, to all the living beings, the Nityanam, all the eternal beings. Eko Bahunam Yo Vidadati. He gives, he gives, he, he's giving freely. But then we hear that he, that she, the earth, is withholding. So how to understand this? Well, this seems like a sort of contradiction. Perhaps the solution is in the key word, yagya, where we might say, well, but the demons of today, they are certainly not doing yagya. Are they not doing yagya? Perhaps we can say they are doing yagya, but what sort of yagya are they doing? <laughs> if we see the sorts of yagya they are doing in the form of, um, you know, making the, the sorts of factories that they make, uh, the sorts of vehicles uh, that they make, uh, which they shoot uh, into the outside of uh, the Earth's atmosphere, creating, incidentally, here's a statistic for you, there are now some 3,000 tons of space waste, of garbage that we have produced and shot up outside of the Earth. And it's all flying around the Earth at um, how many thousands of miles uh, a minute and so on. And if you were to go out yourself and get hit by even one speck of this, it would go straight through your body. Um, and we're leaving junk on what is claimed to be the moon uh, and so on. That's another topic, uh, the, the amount of garbage that we produce. Well, it's a related topic, of course. We're speaking about environment. And we all understand um, how much Krishna is emphasizing yajna in the Bhagavad Gita. And we understand that that yajna has to be done properly. <laughs> right? uh, in, the in the third chapter of Bhagavad Gita, it's interesting. Um, Krishna is initially explaining uh, how, it, how things don't work. Uh, uh, he's speaking about the engagement of the senses. Karmendriyani samyamya ya aste manasasmaran indriyartan vimudhatma mityachara. So uchate. He's saying mityachara is. It's a, it, it, it comes to pretending when we are um, restraining the senses, supposedly, but yaaste, manasa, smaran, what are we doing actually? We're meditating, we're smaran, we're remembering uh, 
the objects of the senses. And Krishna says uh, that this is foolish. Uh, but then uh, a couple of verses later, that's when he's uh, speaking in terms of samachara. <laughs> and this samachara literally you could say completely do. <laughs> do it right. <laughs> uh, perform yagya for the purpose of yagya artat karma. Do your actions for karma. Uh, uh, sorry, for yagya, and then it will it will be perfect. Now we understand the verse that, um, and this is one of Prabhupada's favorite uh, points in the purports throughout the Bhagavatam, the yagya for this age, right, uh, is Sankirtan yagya. And what is that uh, first prayer uh, or teaching of Lord Chaitanya about this Sankirtan yagya? Chaito darpanamartanam, bhava mahadavagni nirvapanam, etc. Chaito darpanamartanam, we understand that the yagya begins inside, and we may say that this is where we have something to offer to uh, the current discourse on environment. Environment, talk about uh, environment today, has become mainstream, big time. But why has it become mainstream, big time? Because everyone is getting worried that our sense gratification is going to get <laughs> interrupted and stopped. Um, we need, we want more and more at the rates that we have been enjoying. We don't want it interrupted. How can we keep it going? Um, we need to, we need to, we need to do something. What do we need to do? And so this debate goes on. A lot of talk is going on, not a whole lot of action. What the Krishna consciousness movement has to offer is, is to say, first, let's begin with the inner environment. Let's begin with the environment of the heart. And let us see um, how it has become polluted, and then let's uh, follow a procedure by which the pollution within the heart uh, is removed, then we will be able to see clearly what is the pollution, what is the disorder of the external environment. We could turn this around, of course, and we could say, it's so obvious uh, that we have so much uh, pollution and disorder and climate change and etc. Uh, and, and waste uh, in the external environment. And this is a reflection of the uh, disturbance, the impurity that is prevailing very much in our hearts. But then you may say, well, we can talk about this, we can say this to people, but people don't seem to want to listen to this, do they? 
and they may uh, say, well, your heart, that's okay for your heart, but my, my heart, I have such a pure heart, or whatever. Um, this, this is an obstacle we have, and people will also be asking, that's all very well, uh, that you want to um, change the process of, of sacrifice, but um, what, is, what is the example that you have to show us? And how are you showing it that it will work? That, that challenge is there for all of us. As we speak about communication, we have a saying in America, talk is cheap. <laughs> right? And people, uh, I think especially in New York, right, are quick to say that, isn't it? Talk is cheap. Uh, and so uh, this is something we have to uh, reflect deeply on, it seems to me, as we reflect on communication uh, with respect to environment. Uh, one of the themes in this verse today is uh, hiddenness. Uh, and in the purport, Srila Prabhupada is speaking about the mystic power, the magical power uh, of becoming invisible. And I was struck um, by something I saw on uh, the plane flying yesterday from uh, Brussels to Madrid. Uh, they, they, had, um, they had the video screens playing during the whole flight. Uh, fortunately, it was silent, but what they were showing was actually quite interesting. They were showing underwater scenes of different kinds of exotic fish. And what struck me was they were showing some amazing creatures um, that looked exactly like seaweed and, you know, just like plants, they're just sort of innocently um, there, you know, just with <laughs> leaves and waters going like this, but then, then the mouth would open, <laughs> and this, you know, sort of little monstrous being would swallow something. <laughs> So I, re I remembered that this is one of the features of nature. It's not so mysterious. Here it's speaking of Kim Purusha, which of course means what? Human? Kim, what? Like human. Like, like human. Something like what? But it's the Kim. Kim word, is, it's a question word. What? <laughs> human? But it's not only such beings, it's, it's all kinds of animals who have uh, different sorts of camouflage. And they survive uh, because they can hide themselves. A major theme of the Bhagavatam is uh, hiddenness. Uh, and so we find in the introduction to the famous Chatur Shloki, the second canto, uh, Yanam paramaguhyam ye, tatvigyana samandhi, sarahasyam tarangam cha grihana garitam maya, 
um, the word guhyam and also sarahasya. Rahasya, Srila Prabhupada translates as devotional service. And I always wondered, what? Rahasya doesn't mean devotional service, it means secret. But I believe it's Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. He says, the secret of devotional service, it's, it's not obvious. So what we have, um, the, the challenge we have as we as we speak, as we communicate about that which has become very much mainstream, is to try to bring in uh, this open secret, which is Krishna consciousness, in such a way, in such a way, uh, that people will start to see, you know what? Those Hare Krishnas are actually making sense. <laughs> Because they, they've got one side of it. They know, oh, environment, we're trashing the planet. So many people know that. And if we can say, yes, we're very much trashing the planet, and there is a process by which we can learn, learn to live uh, together on the planet. It's a process which is not sectarian, it goes by different names. I, I, it occurred to me, uh, the word yagya, it, it's, you know, okay, it's a turn-off. <laughs> we go out and, you know, start saying to people, you have to perform yagya. What? Uh, but there's another term which uh, we may find helpful, and this comes uh, from uh, Vandana Shiva. She's this... Uh, activist environmentalist in India and she, she speaks of uh, the law of exploitation that's what's prevailing now and there's the law of replacement of renewal of bringing back of renewal so yoga occurred to me what is yoga it's actually it's a cycle as it's also explained in chapter 3 of Bhagavad Gita evam pravartitam chakram na anuvartayati those who don't do this renewal process are in trouble their their mogam their their lives are a waste um, conversely if we do it right if we understand there's a process of renewal that's possible then uh, life can be very nice so, Hare Krishna, I will stop there. We have a schedule that uh, is rather tight. I understand we start at 10 o'clock with our first meeting. Is that right? Uh, if someone has a burning question or a, a relevant comment, uh, we're happy to take. We have a short time before. Uh, yes. So, thank you for that wonderful uh, talk on, on environment. I was thinking in this verse, the word prakalpyate, uh, making prakalpyate vatsa, making him a calf. Uh, the word prakalpyate also means um, uh, conceptualizing or thinking of or imagining maya as a calf. Yeah. And um, I was thinking how, you know, this question of, well, the demons were in charge before, but she wasn't giving, now the demons, she, she, is, she is giving them uh, when they ask why the difference 
perhaps that word has one kind of secret to it, that there's, there, there's a change in, in attitude or in stance when we conceptualize ourselves as calves in front of the earth, where uh, a calf meaning we're dependent upon her and there's affection involved, then she's willing to give. Yes. And, and when we conceptualize ourselves as the cow herd, um, or, or, or worse, as the, the, the controller of her, then she withdraws and she's not willing to be forced into giving. Mm. So that conceptualization, perhaps that's a message for all of us that we need to think of ourselves as calves before the earth. Ah, very nice. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. This, of course, <coughs> Kalpana also has something to do with <coughs> imagination. And Srila Prabhupada rarely, rarely uses the word figurative or figuratively. But in one purport in this chapter, he says, uh, even though the earth's being in the shape of a cow may be taken figuratively, the meaning herein is very explicit. Just as a calf can derive milk from a cow, all living entities, including animals, birds, bees, reptiles, and aquatics, can receive their respective foods from the planet Earth, provided that human beings are not asat, or adritavrata, as we have previously discussed. Uh, so, yes, related to this is adritavrata, uh, not having the right kind of vow. No, thank you. Yes. Maharaj, you kind of uh, implied if we clean our hearts inside, which we stress as Vaishnavas, that automatically we're going to do all these wonderful things to care for everything externally. And I'm wondering because I, I don't feel we often do that. Sometimes we feel we're doing the work on the inside, therefore we've transcended any need to do anything on the outside and or, or or there's no value of doing anything on the outside or we're so good Krishna doesn't expect us to do anything on the outside <laughs> <laughs> so you know you look say like the environmental question we have I don't know maybe there's a half a dozen or dozen communities around the world that have just made this their raison d'etre you know Hungary Valley and, and, and Governon Eco Village and the rest of us kind of plot along totally, oftentimes, more or less disregarding any environmental imperatives. And often it seems, because there's the thought, we are working on the inside, we don't have any time for the outside, or something else, I haven't quite figured it out. So, how would you reflect upon that? Is, is that a problem? Is, is that show that actually work on the inside? Please excuse the term. Trumps any other <laughs> that we do, or, or, or is it just is a lack of? We always have to say that now. Use that word. Apologize. Or, or is it a sign of immaturity, or or, or, or something else, or what? Because you're thinking about the environment lately. Yeah. What, what's your thought on that? Yeah, my thought is that. Um, we are right to be starting with uh, the purification insight, and we're wrong if we think if we're thinking 
Um, that's the end of it. That's all you have to do. And it seems to me this is where, because environmental concern has become mainstream, we are gradually, in some ways, we're the last ones to wake up. <laughs> but uh, this is where Krishna may be speaking through the public uh, to call out to us, hey, hello, <laughs> there's something to be done. Uh, so we can take it that way and, and welcome the fact that uh, there is uh, such a growing concern in among the public. And um, yeah, Jeep Jago, Jeep Jago, let's wake up and start bringing every, let's, let's apply what we keep talking about. <laughs> let's start applying. Bless, of course. <coughs> Yeah, plastic cups, yeah, uh, so many things. So this will be our topic this morning, I think. Okay then, so thank you all so much, and I wish you all a wonderful day today of uh, communication <coughs> kata. Grantarashimabhagatam <laughs> 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 <laughs>